Hi, um, do you ever look at your children, if you're a parent, and uh, see who they're going to be? I think in all my children I get glimpses of their adult self. And as a mother, it's nice to know that I don't predict their future. Although each one of my kids have very unique personalities and interest in likes. And as they grow older, it's fun to see what those are for each one. For example, I could kind of generalize my children and tell you very quickly that my almost eight-year-old is an artist. He loves pink. He has always loved things that our society would call girl. Um, He loves Barbies, Monster High, LOLs, Hello Kitty. Pink is his favorite color. He is also um, active, strong, amazing swimmer, competitive, um, cunning, (laughs) needs to be the leader, kind, um, kind kind-hearted, can be manipulative to his mother. (laughs) He's a negotiator, um, so Matthew has many skills. Um, My other one, who is six, police officer, Armier, calls himself Armier, um, was into cars, but that quickly went away, interested in everything from like bow and arrows to a stick being a gun. Um, I don't love war guns. Fighting my son is very interested in military, uh, being a police officer one day. What else? He also gets to be kind of like political activist. He wants to save the seals. He wants to defend everybody. He even has some serious questions for Trump. He wants to know why children are dying. <laughs> this is my six-year-old, and this is not pushed on him. This is him. My little bug-catching four-year-old. Loves to catch bugs. Yes, honey? Yes. He loves bugs, he loves his dog, he is such a a little light, little tiny um, sprite, like a little leaping around little fairy that everybody just scoops up and loves because he is so cute and he is so full of life and he is um, shy to new people but happy and hyper when comfortable and wants to be just like his big brother so he's already trying to write and spell and read and uh, just a joy and he is my nature boy Um, I see him you know going out in nature making great discoveries or just exploring this beautiful earth and appreciating everything down to the tiniest snail my 16 year old (laughs) loves makeup um, very independent thinker wants to stand up for women's rights wants to stand up for anyone that she feels is oppressed She is eager to um, question religions and institutions and really wants to make sure that nobody is taking advantage of anybody. Um, She also loves her own style and uh, her nails (laughs) and learning to drive. And I just see for her future an interest in maybe uh, political science. I see her definitely as a feminist. I see her growing and learning um, many cultures and ways uh, to help people. So uh, very neat. Love her heart. Um, She's a fighter too, like um, my son. 
who's eight or almost eight, uh, they both have a very, very bright, quick way to them and a little bit of an old soul to them. And sometimes I do worry they need to be a little more trusting and soft-hearted, but um, once they are, oh my gosh, what genuine people that then get passionate about things they love and then defend them. So, very neat. I have a son who is 12. He loves art. Um, he is hilarious. He loves comedy. I see him like a little bit of um, Andy Kaufman. Um, uh, what, what is the guy's name? Um, Ace Ventura. I'm blanking on his name. But uh, Jim Carrey. So like Jim Carrey, a little goofy, a little quirky. And then he can be introvert, serious. I sometimes worry that... Um, he could maybe give up too soon or he could be um, frustrated real quick and this world is harsh and he's my little sensitive one that didn't like to be barefoot on the sand when young, didn't like splashes of water on his face and he is now mountain biking down in Mammoth and shocking me around every corner and telling me that 7th grade will be just fine because he already knows the school and he's got this mom. Also tells me he'll never do homework. <laughs> but I get to see glimpses of gifts and skills and talents in my children. I have a daughter with trisomy 18. She is 17 months old. By the time each one of those children I mentioned was 17 months old, my husband and I would joke and laugh and kind of maybe overgeneralize them and stereotype them, but you know, we knew Matthew was our go-getter, get the cookies off the top of the fridge, whatever he had to do to get what he wants. We knew our Ryan was the sweet, big-eyed, huggy, sleep-with-us kid that would um, find anything and make it a toy gun. <laughs> we knew that our little Max was just the baby of the family and um, could make people melt with his huge eyes and big smile, and his curiosity just took him all over um, the house and nature and just made us so proud of his exploring. We knew that... Um, Ethan would always do the right thing. We knew that Ethan would be a kind friend. We knew that he would um, retreat if overwhelmed, and we knew that he would trust me um, if he needed some help getting out into the world. And eventually, he did that more on his own. We knew that our 16-year-old, when she was young, I didn't meet her till she was five, but I knew that she um, would take on the world but she'd also have a day where she realized that she couldn't be an adult while she's still a child, and even adults face challenges. And that day has come, and that's been humbling, and she's growing and learning how to um, deal with that. So it's exciting. So enter my daughter, who uh, we were told will have um, a very limited life, who won't have any independence, and who really won't have any... Um, drive of her own and life of her own. It's not true. Uh, what is Rose? Rose is a 17 month old baby. Actually, she's 18 months old. <laughs> uh, she's just 18 months old this month, um, this week. So she loves, oh my gosh, she loves the water. She loves um, her siblings. She loves silliness. She loves someone to make her laugh. 
Her smile lights up a room. She does not give smiles away. She must know you. Um, she loves to shake her little maraca and bop her helmet and, and crack up. She loves to see sunsets and um, she gets curious about her hands. <laughs> She's loving food. She um, wants people to stop and wave to her and play with her. She does not want to be held down. She does. She wants to be able to roll over on her tummy, rub her face all she wants. She enjoys cooperating with me when we're working on sitting. She stares deep into my eyes and her little chin shakes hard as she tries to keep focus on her brothers and start playing as she's learning to sit. I see a woman in her. There's a picture I recently put of her in her seat um, her adaptive seat in our house. She's staring dead straight into my eyes. And in that picture, I see a woman. I see her nose looking so much like my sister's, her eyes staring straight at me. And there are times that she seems so much more driven and having a purpose and a future than even my typical kids did at 17 months. There is a life there, there's a wisdom there, and I do see a young woman there. And I'll tell you, that has really taken me back. And the reason I'm doing this podcast right now is because um, I talk daily to pregnant women. And I hear things like, I hope they stick around. Um, We will keep this going this long because we don't believe in termination. Um, I hear a lot of I, 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 and I do too. And when you're pregnant, you have to make a birth plan and you have to know your own choices. So nobody has said anything wrong. I'm just a year and a half out and I look back at that and I think what a shame because these our children and to quote Whitney Houston and quote the song I'm sure Whitney Houston didn't write the song but to I believe the children are the future teach them well and let them lead the way disabled children are the same disabled children are the same they're the future of our world they lead different paths they teach different lessons but they do the same they will impact their world they do have a purpose They will make this world a better place. And if they're not inventing or creating the things that change the world, they're inspiring others that will. But you never know. I mean, look at Stephen Hawking. Look at um, all the people that just baffled professionals and their parents. (laughs) So life is not guaranteed. Life is not predictable. And... I just really want to share that I see a young woman in my daughter and it has shaken me to the core. Um, Very convicting. Did I see that young woman in her or in my mind's eye when I was pregnant? No. I saw a need to try. I saw a baby that at least deserved a few months of life. I saw um, a need for me to grow up and for me to face my responsibility. If that meant I was a medical parent, it meant I was a medical parent, but a lot of it was about me. And um, Rose is heading to two, or halfway to two. 
and I can tell you she is individuating and becoming her own little girl um, and it's very special and it's very important and I just needed to share that um, although my daughter might be in a wheelchair although she might have hearing aids and go to many therapies um, she is definitely growing she is definitely going to be like any human being in this world and shape this world this is not just an issue of let a pregnant woman get her baby, hold her baby, see her baby, and send her baby to heaven. Um, that is really the norm for trisomy 18. And people might tell me, well, your daughter's just different. Quit sharing this information because you're flaunting her life to people that's kid can't live. And I'm here to say if you're pregnant with a child and given a poor prognosis, Nobody knows what your child will and won't do. And I was absolutely told, absolutely told, my daughter could not live. I'm glad I was because we can show that no one knows. We can delight in what we do know, and that is that a child born at um, growth delay needs interventions. End of story. Your child needs interventions. Many choose not to intervene. That's the norm. If I ruffle some feathers or make some people mad because they chose not to intervene, um, I'm sorry. But there's another side and there's a group of people that want to intervene. And I want to speak for them and for those who are neutral. Um, if I could just take this podcast to share that I see my daughter as maybe one day teaching others. I see my daughter as maybe one day with assistive communicative devices giving lectures. I see my daughter one day writing a book. I see her swimming with a dolphin. (laughs) I see her traveling back to Omaha and hugging those that took her in when her home state said she was better off dead. I see her being a beautiful woman, wearing a gorgeous dress that she picks and dancing, dancing with her family. I see her camping, I see her growing far beyond what I can do and changing the world. It's beautiful. It goes so far beyond me complaining about being tired at night or getting a new pulse ox probe or fighting with insurance or looking for a better DME, durable medical equipment, um, changing oxygen tanks, learning a new concentrator, um, praying that people get their child with CHD's heart repaired. Um, I have a quest to help people know that they're often told only the ignorant, the naive, the uninformed, and the lazy side of child medicine. Because a lot of times that's what they're getting. And I feel I need to share that. But Rose, she's just gonna live it. She's just gonna live. And as she's living her best life, 
she's just gonna get it across so much more clear than my millions of podcasts, my bumbling blogs, my um, analogies and pleading and millions of messages and answering late night phone calls and trying to let mothers know more than what was told to me. Rose, I see in her one day a woman that will just be able to smile and wave her hand and change the world.